Welcome to Season 2 of Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who think differently and want to explore ideas and topics relevant to all areas of their life. Joanne, we're back. We're here again for another podcast. And I know I always say I'm really looking forward to the topic (laughs) because I always am looking forward to the topic. But this one is pretty near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about creativity today. But before we launch into that, how are you? I'm really good, thanks. Yeah, I had a great trip. A great road trip in September. It was fun. It's always great to catch up with some friends, eat too much, drink too much, see the fall colors. But it's always good to come back and get into a bit of a routine. So I'm just starting to get back into my routine too. So yeah, how about you? Yeah, I'm really happy to be back into the fall routine as well and starting to even think about January. I know I'm thinking about 2017. So I already ordered my planner for next year. And I nothing excites me more than a new planner. So stationary. I know. So I will actually put a link to the planner I'm planning to use in 2017 in our in our show notes, but I won't get into it right now. Maybe on another episode I will. Maybe we'll have an episode on organizing. Well, and preparing for the new year, because you also choose a word each year. We both do a vision board for each year. So we've got a bit of a ritual that we've been doing over the last few years. And you've been doing a word and doing some reflection for a long time. So yeah, maybe we've thought of another, um, maybe that could be like our final, final one for the season. Yeah, great idea. Good, there you go. So Sandy, I know you're looking forward to today. (laughs) Because I feel like you are one of my most creative friends. And so today's episode is all about creativity. And I have this kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a love-hate relationship, but I never, it's like one of those words, it's like entrepreneur when someone first said to me, oh, you're a real entrepreneur. It's like, oh, no, I'm not an, like, I'm not an entrepreneur. It's, I feel like it's this, this word that I don't have any right to use when I'm describing myself. And Creativity is about imagination and original ideas. And I don't feel like I'm a creative person because I don't create anything from scratch, like from nothing. So I'm not sure anybody does, you know, when you think about it with creativity. So we're sitting here, we're face to face. I'm looking at a picture behind you (laughs) and it's... um, I know everyone can't see it. Maybe we'll take a picture and put it. Good idea. In the show notes and on our Instagram because account, I love Facebook it. account. I it's love a it. beautiful picture mm-hmm. of a mountain, but the mountain is done in very broad strokes with purples and kind of mm-hmm. cream and peach and green and you know maybe not traditional colors you would think of a mountain, but it's very creative and it's a very beautiful picture. However, the artist did not come up with the idea of painting a mountain. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not the first mountain picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So would you consider that picture the person who painted it creative? Yeah, the artist, yeah. Yeah, so, but they interpreted, they probably yeah. looked at other artwork and came up with their own design of a mountain, so... I'm just going to challenge your thinking around 
um, creativity as being originality because right. I think they're different things. Mm. I think that you can be very creative. And I think you're very creative in cooking and in, you know, you guys do a lot of canning and mm -hmm. preserving and all of those things I think are creative. I think you are creating and that's what makes you creative. And I don't think that's necessarily creating from nothing or creating something that's never been made. Before. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way. It's altering that mindset because I know creativity is very important in, and for entrepreneurs, it's very important. Leaders want creativity in their staff, in their we have to create different ways of doing things. And so I kind of likened that to change. I'm very open to change. I'm, I'm very happy to get an off the shelf program and adapt it and change it, how put my kind of spin on it. And I guess I just kind of would hold things like that up higher than me, if you like, because yes. I didn't first create it. Yes. But you're right. Who did? I mean, who created mindset? Exactly. <laughs> like, who created reflection? Yes. Um, you yeah. know, I hear so many um, people uh, writing books or quoting and saying things, and I think, yeah, that's a spin on something else I've heard. It's not entirely original. It's it's their take on it, and they've probably you know that expression stood on the shoulders of someone else yeah. and added to it, but they didn't. It's not like a hundred percent original. So one of the things that I think about with creativity, and I think this is something that you possess in spades, is curiosity. Mm. So I think a creative person mm. is a, is often one of the things that sets them apart is that they're very curious. And you are very curious. You ask a lot of questions. You really, when somebody says something, you you want to go deeper into that and, and explore it and unpack it and think about it from different angles and different perspectives. And I think that's part of being a creative. Mm. Yeah, awesome. That's like a reframe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Here's a quote from Brene Brown. Creativity is the way I share my soul with the world. I know I like to create my life. And we spoke about style and looking good in one of our earlier episodes. And that's an expression of creating different styles, putting different clothes together to create a different look, I guess. Yeah, yeah. awesome. I like yeah, that. for sure. I'm, I'm re reframing. It's like meditation. When someone first told me about meditation, I'm like, oh, no, I don't meditate. And they were asking me why. And I just felt like it's, it's a state that I could never achieve. Right. And they said, well, what if, you, what if you just reframe it to just sitting quietly and breathing deeply? And I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And yeah. they said, well, that can be what it means to you. So what does creativity mean Okay, so we created a podcast. We took an idea and we made something concrete out of nothing. Mm. So I guess for me, um, being creative is, is really taking an idea or a vision or something and actually making something real out mm -hmm. of it. That's a creative expression. So, you know, I've been doing more knitting again this fall, which mm. I haven't done for a little while. So... I don't consider what I'm knitting. You know, there's lots of um, socks out there, and <laughs> knitting socks. So I don't consider that like something hugely creative, but I right. do consider knitting a 
creative pastime. Yeah, uh, something okay. that because I'm I'm just taking yarn and I'm putting it together into a different form. So for me, that's creative. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like I really like that reframe. What stifles your creativity? Okay, um, being busy, I think, stifles my creativity. Mm. When, when I don't have breathing space mm-hmm. in my schedule and I just am going, 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 I find that I need downtime to really become creative. So I need space in my schedule to think and breathe and not be doing or performing. Mm-hmm. And, and out of that space comes bubbling up this desire to create. Yeah. How about you? We spoke about in one of our season one podcasts around the space, the environment in, in which you're in. And one challenge I personally struggle with is, is writing the blog posts and um, you know, writing my blog posts. I feel like I, I mull over a lot in my mind for a long time. But then once I go, right, okay, sit down and just write. And then it comes and I, and I try and think consciously about the space in which I'm doing that. I'm not doing it at my desk. Yes. You know, I'm doing it, well, over the summer I was doing it outside, you know, around the trees and the birds. And maybe in the winter I could do it with a hot cocoa and... <laughs> And sitting at the window watching the snow fall down. But yeah, I think for me, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a process. And I learned this going through our masters. Like, I would get very chaotic in my mind and I'd do a lot of writing. And I'd end up often throwing that out. And that was just kind of part of my creative process, I guess. Trying to create something, it not working, it not really fitting well. But that being part of my journey to get to where I wanted to be. Um, so, yeah, I think the space for me and, and creating that time. and An interesting thing that I learned about creativity, um, I don't know, a little while ago, is that one of the best ways to inspire creativity in people is to give them limitations. So if you tell people, I want you to write a story about anything mm-hmm. people will really struggle yeah but if you say to people I want you to write half a page in 10 minutes about your favorite food when you were a kid people will just go oh okay and they'll start running yeah. but people need kind of parameters yeah. and and some limitations or if you give people you know a scrap of paper and a marker and say I want you to create something give them like a topic or whatever they'll do it but if you give them like a whole room full of supplies they'll get they'll get overwhelmed and so we used to play this creativity game um where we would just pass around an object like a a fork and every person had to come up with a different use for the fork or whatever it was it could have been anything a pencil whatever you have and it was so funny because people, you know, be like, oh, you can eat with it. Oh, you could put it in your hair. And, yeah. you know, people, and by about the 20th person, it would be getting crazy funny and really creative because they had to come up with something. Yeah. And so that's, you know, I think sometimes when we think of creativity, we think of it too broad. Yeah. And we think of, you know, 
um, how can I be creative when everything's an option? Whereas if you say, I have to be creative with this limitation or within this parameter, people are much more inclined to to jump in and try to be creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I find, find that in working with non-profit. You only have a limited amount of resources. Exactly. And sometimes you only have a limited amount of time. I love making jewellery and I haven't done it for a while. But yeah, I want to get back into it. I need an excuse to get back into it. Uh, make me a Christmas gift. How about that? Or just make me a gift, just because gift. A you reframe know. your life necklace. So you want to do it, you say you want to do it. What what about it appeals to you about making jewelry? Well, I love wearing jewelry and I love working with sparkly things. But you can only wear so much. So I used to make it and just and sell it and um But yeah, I, I haven't done it. I think it's because in summer you I mean, I'm out and about. I don't want to be inside. But I like the satisfaction of achieving something and and getting it completed and then seeing the joy of people wearing it. Do you think sometimes... um, So I'm just thinking of personality and temperament a little bit here, as I often do. I sometimes need a new creative outlet like I, right. I find sometimes I, I like so I was really knitting a few years ago I was knitting everything like almost on the verge of covering trees in yarn you know you see those trees <laughs> yes. wrapped in and then I was done with it like then it was like yeah I need a break from it like I just sort of had played out and it didn't feel creative anymore to me it didn't feel like a fun outlet any, and I mm. had to try something else so Maybe a break is okay. Maybe mm. it's maybe it's time to put that creative energy into a new hobby mm-hmm. or something different as well. You know something else I'm thinking, and I was a bit too late for this fall, but I want to dance. I learn how to dance. Oh yeah, what kind of dance? I don't necessarily want ballroom, but I'm thinking, would well, you need to know that as a foundation before you start anything else? But I'd love to be able to do a bit of a salsa or a contemporary, just a bit of a rhythmic, have a bit of a rhythm. So I've been thinking about that. I must, I must look at that. And so I think that may be another little creative outlet to yeah. to lear, learn something new. Yeah, for sure, I, and express yourself physically. Yeah, and I guess that's part of creativity for me. Like you're learning, mm-hmm. you know, learning something. Um, do you know what I? read once or I heard once the difference between a creative person and an uncreative person do you know what the difference is mm. one thinks they're creative that's the only difference mindset again yeah and so if you don't think you're creative then you don't you don't do creative things but if you think you're creative then you do so it is definitely mindset I also heard something I'm just full of spouting off things around creativity right now you know children are so creative it they just are and I I remember I think it was a book title I saw somewhere once and it was um that children learn not to dance like every child dances and somewhere along the way we stop dancing Mm. and it's a it's a learned thing not to dance well, I've heard all children are creative until they go to school. Yes. <laughs> school can do that. We school, school it out of them. Yeah. So when you were talking about creativity earlier, you know, you've got to uh, pass around a fork or you've got to create something from just about nothing. 
I'm reminded of mum telling me the story that I just wanted to play with pots and pans. Yes. Not the shiny toy. Yeah. So Maya Angelou said, you can't use up creativity. Mm. The more you use, the more you have. So it's like a, it's like a practice, a habit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that links in with the mindset. Yeah, mm. that makes sense to me. Yeah. You know that you just continue to to get inspired as you start doing something you know mm-hmm. it's when it's the hardest part is starting yes. and once you've started you know it's sort of like you you momentum momentum kicks in yeah for sure I think that um, the whole topic of creativity is something that I've been reading a lot about and there there was a book I read this past year that I know a lot of people read but it was a really good book on creativity. It was Big Magic mm-hmm. by Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm. I don't know if you read He's it. Spoken. But, mm. um, she talked a lot in that book about being creative and you know, sort of her own creative journey. One of the things that she talked about that I think comes into play with people and creativity is fear and doubt. And so we become very critical of ourselves and you know I I can look at things that I do and think oh somebody else could do that better mm-hmm. or you know that's that painting it's okay I I'm not that good and and I think that we live in this world where we see so much on social media of like these amazing Instagram and kinfolk and Pinterest boards that it can make us doubt the quality and the the value of what we create you know mm-hmm. we start we fall into comparing yes ourselves to other people and i think that gets in the way and she wrote a lot about that in the book and about how to overcome some of that self-doubt and and face your fears mm. so on that same is there anything you want to create that you haven't well uh that's a really good question i have okay i have this secret not a secret desire but that's not really a public desire i haven't put it out there that much but i would love to take life drawing uh-huh yeah i just i i i don't know i've always wanted to do that and i would love to go to a class and and learn how to to draw and do life drawings. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I think I will do that. And I I think the I'm not sure why I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. You know, other than I just haven't made it an intention to sign up for a class and go. And there's always something probably that that gets um, takes a higher higher um, place mm-hmm. in my in my schedule, but. It is something I'd like to do. Mm. I think I would like drawing. I think I'd be okay mm. at it. Mm. I don't know if I'd be good at it, but I think yeah, I'd be yeah. okay at it. <laughs> you know, I can doodle. I could probably learn to draw. Yeah, yeah, that's something I'd like to do. How about you? Well, that's good. And besides dance, well, I guess dance. I want to get back into sewing a little bit. I used to sew a lot, and one of those things that kind of has been moved aside I find I sew a bit more in winter I love the recreation the classes I teach at the gym the choreography and the music is all given to me so I love just being able to create an experience I guess that's a good reframe like I'm creating an experience each time I teach it 
because I haven't design, haven't had to worry about designing the choreography or the music, I'm able to bring my personality through and, and express through that way. So that's kind of my creativity. So a lot of times we talk about creativity in the workplace and the value of of nurturing that in employees and how important and beneficial that can be to create, you know, innovative work environments. And I was thinking a little bit about that and where I get to be creative in my work. And one of the things that I've been really enjoying this past year is learning a little bit more about graphic design mm. and creating some of our Instagram posts and dabbling a little bit in in a few programs and learning, you know, just how to make images that are reflecting our message and our content. So I think that's one way that in my work that I do it, but I know that we both work with teams mm. and have you done much work around creativity and innovation in, with teams that you've worked with? Just when we're doing vision board, last time I had a team do their own individual um, vision board of what a team looked like. They were all like, oh, really? And I think we have a similar story. Yeah. But they're getting into it because when do they get to cut out things and paste them on and draw? And it sparks a different side of the mind. And... It's important. I mean, we're all different, so some people like it, some people don't. Allowing that space and, and really the value in that is the talking that's going on when they're doing it and their own kind of mind whilst they're looking at the different pictures and what they're trying to create to represent themselves, to show the team. But even like what we did, we've we've done a few podcasts today, I we, we can share, and we took a break and we went for a walk. Yes. To, to just kind of have that mind break so that when we came back, we've had a bit of a, a physical gap away from what we're doing. And I think people forget about that at work. And I even do it. You, know, you work through lunch, you work through breaks, you don't have a break, you don't step out, you don't step outside. But that is really important just to kind of shift the mind from one thing to another and come back to it often allows that space to, for you to come back and look at it differently and maybe be a little bit more creative in looking at a solution mm-hmm. um, or, or, or asking a different question. That's important that mm-hmm. uh, people often forget. Yeah. Um, I know I've used the idea with um, in team meetings of asking people to come up with a metaphor for where mm. the team is right now or for whatever... Um, problem we're trying to solve and that can be a really powerful creative exercise is to and people come up with amazing metaphors Mm. that really get people thinking differently about a problem so Mm. sometimes just asking people you know if this problem was a metaphor what would what would be a metaphor for it And I actually once was in a creative thinking workshop where we were given the task of we had to tell someone uh, um, a problem that we wanted a solution to. And then they came up with a metaphor. And then the second part of that activity was you had to then take the metaphor and find someone else in the room and say this is my problem and all you could tell them was the metaphor and then they came up with solutions for your Mm. problem based on the metaphor Mm. and it was it was amazing how 
in a lot of cases, the solutions were really fitting. Mm -hmm. But people would not have gone there just with the problem. They needed that they went there because all they had was the metaphor. Yeah. So that's something, you know, I don't know if our, our listeners want to try that, but um, just a little great idea, something you can do with a team or you can do it in any situation you're in. Mm. And that's where the diversity in the team comes up. People look at things in different ways. Yes. Use each other's and, and people focus through our personality styles on different things. So have conversations with people. Yeah. If you're struggling with something and trying to find some creative solution, just talk to people. Some researchers suggest looking at something blue or green. So blue associated with the ocean and the sky and openness in general mm. and green associated with, with growth. Researchers suggest that can help creativity as well. So surrounding yourself or looking at things that are predominantly green, which, which is where maybe the outside metaphor yeah. comes in too because I know we say get back to nature right? yeah blue sky blue sky green. green grass and of course writing write by hand and we've spoken about that a few mm-hmm. times do you journal online do you journal by hand and there's that that's why I'm waiting for the for the 2017 calendars to come out because I want to get back to kind of writing by hand disconnect from social media for a week disconnect from being online for a week obviously we have to answer our emails but social media could you do that could you really disconnect for a week um it would be hard to do that because uh, i've disconnected on certain accounts Uh more than other accounts it would be hard for me to disconnect from instagram right now because i i love instagram um, in, in terms of work and, and getting content up, we'd have to schedule it and have it all ready to go and post ahead of time, so that's possible. Uh, I'd like to try it. It'll, It'll be, be interesting. interesting to try, for yeah. sure. Maybe we can put a challenge out for each other, even mm. like three or four days, and see what's different. I've just disconnected a little bit from news media. So on my oh. phone, I was getting all of this news that would just come up like on my um you know i use an iphone and so when Mm -hmm. you swipe a certain way you get all these news feeds and i've turned them all off because i just felt like these things are not helping me at all you know they're telling me too often how to think about a subject how topic what to feel anxious about and creating a lot of not so positive feelings so i've just turned those things off so knowing how much better i feel not looking at that stuff all day I wonder how much social media impacts me Mm. as well yeah yeah it's a curious question okay maybe we should maybe we should do that yeah another suggestion is listen to music Mm. and I don't know I know you listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to podcasts every now and then I don't listen to a lot of music as um, a source of kind of relaxation or creativity. But I know when Ash comes home and he wants to cook, he'll put the music on and he'll just go in the kitchen and create. Yeah, Brian's the same way. He always has music on when he's cooking. (laughs) And yesterday I put music on while I was working. I was doing some writing 
and I listened to a couple songs and I had to turn it off because mm. I like to sing along <laughs> with songs. So I was, and so it's hard. I, I can't write. I can't focus. I need quiet. Mm. And yeah. um, I think that's a personality thing. Brian can write and listen to music. For me, when I'm listening to music, I'm listening to music. Yeah. Uh, so saying that though I think there's maybe times when that's what I should do is just have music on like if I'm cleaning or I'm doing something that doesn't re involve really thinking yeah 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 because a lot of times you're listening to podcasts which yes. of course is generating yeah the mind all the time so so yeah maybe just listening to music and of course meditation yeah what is that again I reframed that to just some quiet deep breathing yes <laughs> I'm the so, same way. Yeah. I find walking is my meditation. I've heard that's okay in the meditation circle to walk. And and I tried to do some contemplative photography walking this year where I would take my camera and I would go for a walk and then I would just take pictures of certain things and really focus on it and try yeah. to like be in the moment and very mindful of what I was looking at. Channel the mind. Yeah. Um, I, I just... I'm also one of those people that thinks meditation is like sitting on a pillow on the floor with my legs crossed and breathing and, you know, and I, I just, I start twitching. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, so if any of our listeners do a lot of meditation, like I'm very open to, to learning more and, and some hints and tips around that. So I, I do kind of five minutes of just, yeah, lying on the floor and just, just just trying to focus on the breath yeah just trying to focus on the breath but a lot of time it's like okay is the five minutes up now yeah <laughs> so, what do i have to do next what was what do I doing do next? down here oh, and the dust bunny and it was so funny we went to new york um <laughs> earlier in the in september and we had kind of an afternoon and it wasn't enough time to go to a a, a museum two hours but then by the time you got there and so we had this conversation. So what do you want to do? And Ash is like, I just want to go to a park and I just want to sit on a piece of grass and just just lie there or sit there for an hour. <laughs> Look at your face. I'm like, and do what? <laughs> We're in New York. <laughs> yeah. And do what, hun? He's like, just just be. It's a beautiful afternoon. I'm but what are we going to, are we going to talk to each other or are we just going to like look at each other? Because I'd rather go home because I took some work with me. I'd rather go home and get my book than, or go back to the hotel, get my book and take that so I've got something to do. Trying to be open. So he said, no, it, it just, just, just helps calm the mind. So we went there and of course it was a Sunday afternoon. It was yeah, uh, yes, it was a Sunday afternoon and it was like 27 degrees in September. So the park was jam packed. <laughs> so we actually found some space and then it was 10 minutes and Ash is like, "Okay, I'm ready to go now." So I'm watching everyone. I'm loving it. I'm just people watching the animals, the dogs, the music's going on. And he's like, no, I'm done. And I said, but you want to stay for now? He says, I didn't think there'd be this many people. <laughs> like, it's anyway, so you can just be in a space and, and think creatively about things he wants to do. But I, I find more I have to be doing things and then that will spark my creativity. So any last words of wisdom, Sandy? Uh, I think what we've talked about is, is reframing. Mm. I hear a lot of people say I'm not a creative yeah. person. And I, 
I think, you know, we want to challenge people to see themselves and to see creativity. It's not something you are or you're not a creative person, but look in your life at places where you are creating things. And it might not be traditional artwork or it, it may be not something that you've labeled as creative before. And just to see the value of it. And, you know, I think as we spend time doing things and, and creating things, whether it's cooking or, or art or jewelry or sewing or knitting or graphic design or whatever it is, mm-hmm. meditating, to just see the benefits of that in our lives because it really does, I think, restore us in a, a very deep way when we, when we put some energy into being creative. Mm. And I have a quote for you. From Albert Einstein, hmm. creativity is intelligence having fun. I love it. Fun is in capital letters. Right, and we know I like fun, yeah. so there you go. Creativity and fun, there very, very go. close. Well, they are your values, some of your values. And so. intelligence having yes, fun. You know, yes, yes. I think so. Okay, so now we're like off yeah. the tangent again, but I think sometimes we, we see those as separate, you know. Yeah. There's creative people and then there's, you know, the more intellectual people, Mm. you know. So the creatives go to art college and the intellects go to engineering school or something or become scientists. Lawyers. Yeah, yeah, all of that. But there you go. So great way to end it that that, um, creativity is intelligence, having fun. Love it. Hi, Life Reframers. Did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.